I'm like, I'm but it didn't come about so much like well, that's a great intro, guys. This is Holistically <laughs> Worth, coming in completely unedited. Welcome to the new podcast. We are Chris and Lauren Worthington, and we are super excited to bring you this super fun, awesome podcast. It's going to be a really a fun mix of everything we all go through in life, and we're just jazzing it up a bit and giving you a little alternative spin, completely unfiltered, completely unedited, Raw, real, and massive truth here. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. It's life according to us. Ready to rock this? Let's do it. Let's go. Welcome to episode two, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This one is going to be all about organization. Hoarders. And hoarders. (laughs) Are you saying whore? Durs. Durs. Hoarders. Hoarders. Okay. Orders and organization. And hors d'oeuvres. And hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> which, that's weird. It sounds good right now. It's oh late. It's on a Sunday. We're a little behind because I have been sick with the flu and have had no voice. So we launched the podcast and I get the flu. I know. It was crazy. Ten days you were down. Ten, Ten days. Ten days, yeah. Because you weren't really feeling 100% when we launched the first one. No. And then all of a sudden it was like, it hit you like... A train. I'm like, yay, the podcast is here. But that's not why we're here to talk. We're not here to talk about the flu. We're here to talk about organization. Because in 2020, we decided that we are going to work really hard at organizing all areas of our life. Well, we've been doing that for a couple years. But here's why it's super important. Um, One, I cannot work in like a messy space. I'm super visual and I say that a lot. So like I can't sit down and like be inspired if I've got like shit all around me. I totally relate. I feel like if I am in disarray, my mind is shit. I am not able. I feel overwhelmed, like completely and utterly overwhelmed. And I don't even know where to start. Like so for me, that's where (laughs) the stress kind of comes from. And I'm sure other people can relate to that. But you just get like that overwhelm, that stress, and you don't even know where to begin. And well, like, then oh you procrastinate. God. It's like this like yep. tornado or just a revolving cycle. It just doesn't stop. Totally. So, 2009, yeah. we bought this house. And I think when we can kind of look back, we bought it from your grandparents. And they had a whole bunch of stuff. Well, they moved, stuff. you know, 50 years of their life from one house into yeah. a new house. And they basically put everything in the basement, which is the entire length of our house. Our house is very long. And the basement is as long. And they filled it in every, every single, single crevice spot. of yeah. stuff. So then when my papa got sick, then my mammy ended up selling us the house. She took what she needed to go into her into her home, yeah. and we were left with everything else. And we sat on that because we were having babies. We sat on that for a couple of years, and I never wanted people to go down cellar. Oh, God, there was I like a that. maze. I you forgot would, all about that. You would take people down cellar, and I would cringe. I would be so embarrassed. You would take your friends just to show them God knows what. Or like the furnace guy was coming over, and I was just like completely... Like cringeworthy. Yeah. It was just not okay. And here's well, a new house filled with stuff. And, yeah, it was like crazy. So one of the things that we decided to do, thanks to my dad, um, he dropped off a trailer. 
um, or like a big container, I guess. It was a drop trailer, essentially. No, I'm sorry. It was a trailer that has like one of those things that can dump. So it was able, we were able to fill it up like a drop trailer, but he was able to remove it out, which was huge for us. Okay. So, so how many trips do you think big, that took? Oh my God. I remember, I think we had three, if not four of those filled in. It's a big trailer, guys. It's like, you use it to haul away like Didn't I call 1-800-JUNK once? And they were like, no. No, there were people downstairs. I remember men here. <laughs> that was a different night. So, Just kidding. That was a Wednesday. No, that um, was last week. Yeah, you may have, but it would have cost. A- we did. No, I'm we- not even kidding. There were people here, getting some stuff, and I don't remember for what. Maybe it was in our garage, but they came and took away. Like, remember there was like a toilet in the garage. Anyway, just imagine a dumping ground, and it was like so weird because we had our stuff plus my grandmother's. And it like we were the only ones going through it, and so little and we had, by like, little, infants, we babies, yeah. yeah. And so, long story short, is we started over time getting these these dump trailers and filling it up. You know, we once had a yard sale, and that was really interesting. That is so much work. It was so much work, and we got for a like, hundred dollars. I mean, not that we're like we're not ungrateful for that, but it was just like nothing was moving, and we're like, at least right. it was a nice day. But yeah, I'm thing. not into doing yard sales, but I am into going to them and buying things. Yes. <laughs> um. So anyway, moving to now, or like coming into the now of 2020, we just realized <clears throat> we both don't like clutter. Our kids are at the age now where they need the organization because they're little hoarders as well, all three of them. And I'm like, enough is enough. We need to have the functionality to make everything like work. So what do you need? And we made a whole list. So we just want to give you guys a little value of like what we're doing and maybe it will help you. But one of the things in our house is none of the closets really have, except for Connor's, because that's a new like closet insert. But none of them really have, like, the shelves shelves or, like, the proper fitting. If they have a shelf, it's, like, one or two, and they're just, like, so huge, you can't mm-hmm. really fit many things in it. So we made a list of really parts of our house that we wanted to get tools for so we could apply those. So we said the closets need organizers, the pantry needs organizers, the laundry room. Yep. And so... What a good idea is, is just go through your house and make, you know, write out like kitchen, living room, bedroom, and then go in to each one, have a conversation and figure out like, what do you need in that space? And then over time, just hit each room little by little, chunk by chunk. Lauren was really, 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 really good at this. So when we went in, for instance, to our laundry room, we're not even completed yet, but we basically did what's called a brain dump for us. Lauren sat with this giant... Uh, whiteboard and was able to write out all of the things that she wanted and we were able to kind of figure out a strategy on how we could better organize our laundry room so uh, more to follow on that because when we as we kind of work on that we'll show everybody on our social media the before and the after and the same with our kitchen those two spots were the biggest deal for Lauren because she felt like it wasn't ease of use every time you walk into a laundry room it was just a pile of kids' clothes. Every time you walk into a kitchen... I'm not sure if it's organized. It's still not going to be full of clothes, but... I know. Seriously. Like, we're never going to end that battle. But um, at least you can have a spot for things. I mean, our damn Christmas tree is still up, okay? Well, you had the flu, love. I know, but still. Like, 
we're going to make it and set it up, like Chris is saying, as, as best we can. But knowing that we have three, one tween and two younger kids, it's going to be, and our house is small. So this is going to be pretty interesting to see if it's all going to mesh. Absolutely. <clears throat> one of the funny things is when you talked about a little bit earlier about getting that kind of just that fresh start, getting into organization, um, and then you just kind of brought up smaller houses like for us, what we realized when we had all that clutter and we finally got rid of all of it is that there was a lot of things that we were living with that we just didn't need. No, and then I could have and room to buy more shit. There you go. <laughs> I almost felt like we were kind of moving to like a tiny home. I We're not, obviously, but it would be awesome too. Because that idea for me was mm-hmm. like living with less. And I think... You really embodied that, Lauren, for a, quite a bit of time when we were getting rid of everything. Oh, yeah. Because I was holding on to, like, a lot of things that I put value in that I hadn't used in years, and we finally just junked them. Well, and I think that's the key, too, right? You know, like, Marie Kondo, she's got a Netflix series. There's a whole bunch of shows you can watch. We watched a couple of documentaries on, like, minimalism, and I think the idea is great. We just... I. We didn't for years. My worst nightmare currently, current situ, would be if you put me in a tiny home with our three kids. Oh, my God. No, there's the reason why I I could never do it. I mean, I love them, but I love to have my space. I'm one of those, I think I talked about this last podcast, was I love houses and I love different rooms and houses. And remember, I was a stalker. concept house. (laughs) I was a stalker looking at it inside everybody's houses. Um because there's so much character. I love like a, an idea of like an older old house, like a Victorian or a farmhouse, lots of different rooms. Yes, we live in an open concept. So this is not my ideal home, but we're making it work. 100%. Um and so I totally got sidetracked on that. But um what was my point? I don't even know. We were talking about I'm still flu drunk. Yeah, I think your your brain's melting away. It's okay. We still love you though. <laughs> like Olaf. Yeah. What? When the sun comes out, I guess. Um but I felt like when we were kind of getting rid of all those things, like the things that we held on to for years that really had no value but we were applying value to it. It became almost contagious. Like, once you get rid of that first thing, Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, oh, I want to get rid of this now. I want to get rid of this now. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. I had, because this is my mammy's house and she and my papa have since passed away, I actually held on to a lot of their stuff. One of the things that was in my closet was all of her cards. Um, That one that she had ever written to me. And then, two, she had her own, like, bag of cards. So, isn't this funny? Mm -hmm. You think about generational like things that are passed down to generation to generation you can see that sort of happening because i found all these things that my mammy was holding on to and yet i was holding on to the same things so when i like got down to it i'm like okay i'm holding on to it one because it's something that was hers and she touched it and it was her writing and am i ever going to remember what her writing looks like and you know she just had the perfect penmanship and always wrote mammy and papa i love mammy and papa and it's like okay girlfriend like (coughs) You can let that go. So right. as hard as hard as it is, it's the same thing like Marie Kondo says, does this bring you joy? And it did bring me joy, but it's not enough to take up space in our house. Yeah. Right? It's just paper and how am I going to, you know, keep this going? So one of the things that I did actually going through my mammy's stuff is that I found an entire box of old letters from my Uncle Steve when he was in the Army mm-hmm. um, that he had written to my mammy and papa. 
and they were still in their envelopes. And I basically got um, this beautiful binder with the semi-gloss like inserts and put every single letter in it. Uh, and I gave it to Steve as a gift. And do you remember that? That was like, yeah, it was awesome. So awesome because he never would have known. And we had that. So think about the things in your house that maybe those sentimental things you are wanting to hold on to. Maybe it's instead of like 50 letters, you take one and you frame it and you put it in your hallway in a frame, like really start to have that like artistic eye with the things that you have versus feeling like you just need to have a bunch of stuff stuffed in the closet that you're literally never going to see. And I'll go on the complete opposite side of that one and say, uh, for like for me, I was holding on to like old T-shirts. They meant nothing. Um, that other... smelled like trash. <laughs> just old T-shirts. Like a, comfortable. Like a sixth grade locker room. It was an extra medium. I looked really good. My belly, my, my belly button was hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was just holding on to these like garbage things that really meant nothing, and I finally was like, "All right, I'll get rid of it." So, or once- what was the what was the other part? Or I'll do the laundry, honey, and I would just throw things away, and you never know. I'm confessing that now. Wow, uh, <laughs> I thought I knew you. He kept his NYPD like practice. What did you use them for? Your workouts. My academy shirt. Your academy shirt. I still shirts. have it. Don't you, you dare throw that shirt that's out. That's gone. No, I have one. I have one still. Well, you gave one to our friend. Okay. And then we're you missing kept the point on the shirt. A You're couple going, other, and going, I threw them away. <laughs> Jesus. The point I think is is that you have all the permission in the world to throw out an old T-shirt. But God forbid he throws my yeah. stuff away. He's dead. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but the other thing of that. You're going to die. Don't you dare threaten me. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. Yeah. Chris is confused because he's shocked that I threw stuff away. I can't away. believe you threw on my academy shirt. <laughs> okay, so what other tips can we give them as we go? How about this? So um, when we finally get rid of a lot of those things, we're able to <laughs> highlight a few things that you do really well. And one of the things that you do well that I actually admire you most for is your uncanny ability to find a bargain no matter where we're at. Yes. So... That, by having all that more room, we were able to go find these bargains, especially you, and kind of fill the house with the things that we love. And if you know us, we love vintage. We Mm -hmm. love, you know, old antique things that we could bring and give new life to. And we couldn't do that with all of the garbage that was in here until we cleared it out. And then we could actually go find some of those things. And so, so what did we do a little bit this weekend? Well... <clears throat> we're American picking now. Um, no, but it's going to be part of our, one of our things in 2020 was to have more dates and to set more time aside for Chris and I. And we both love it, but he looks for different things and I look for different things. So it's kind of like we go to a like vintage fair or we go to a flea market or what else yeah, are they thrift called? Shops, thrift shops. We'll go all and we'll high five each other and then we'll kind of go our separate ways and see what we can find. Almost like a little competition. It's like treasure hunting. It's awesome. It is. You and, do better than I do, but I still enjoy it. And we did that today. And we're going to do that next weekend. We're actually hopefully dedicating an entire day. So if you guys do want to watch it, we're going to document um, on Instagram and Facebook stories all next Saturday. Um, and it's just fun. And I think that's the thing, like, to bring in you know, make your space your own, but then like each thing that you get to look at or that you get to touch or that you get to bring into your house, it has a story. And if it doesn't, 
like maybe you don't need to buy it. And I think that's a good way to kind of go into things. Like now when I look at this <clears throat> blue lamp or what do you call I don't even know what you call things. It's a farmhouse it's, box. No, the thing on top of it. Well, you're not using your words, so people are, like, going, what the hell is she talking about? I got it at Sarah's house. It's a lantern. <clears throat> a lantern. It's a candle lantern. We had, like, one of those in-home parties, and it's beautiful. Her and I both thought it was going to be wrought iron it's, black, and it came out navy blue, but hey. And she has one, and I have one, and and it's it's cute, and it's adorable, and I love that it's sitting on my farmhouse box. But there's a story with it. <clears throat> but there's a story with it. And... The things that are on our wall, Chris and I got at our vintage fair that we went to this summer mm-hmm. that was like 99 degrees out. And did um, you tell them, well, and we have mm-hmm. one other sign on our wall that I found in the trash. Yeah, when New we York. first moved to New York, there's one up right above us, live by the sun, live by the moon, and it was out front at somebody's trash, and we scooped that up. I mean, what's one person's trash is another man's treasure or something. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's our life motto. Um, <clears throat> because you can bring things back to life. Um, and so that's one tip is just kind of whatever you're looking at or bringing into your home, make sure it has a story or a good use versus just accumulating a bunch of stuff because yeah. that's how we used to live. And it kind of, you're not really in the present moment. You're just buying to buy or you're buying because you have to have it because your neighbor has it or whatever people do. But like really slow down and think like, how does this serve me? Does this bring me joy? And that actually does work. So that's one good tip. I just love that whenever we do the vintage thing, it's fun, it's a date, it's a memory. So whatever we buy, we bring into our home. And that thing now isn't just a thing. It's something that brings us back to that time. This chair over here, too, like my little reading nook chair in our living room. I went to TJ Maxx. And, you know, it's like one of those things like you pick it up and you're like, okay, I have two hands no purse, my wallet's in like my back pocket. I can walk out. This is not heavy. I'll be okay. And then I was like, ugh, do I want it? I must have gone to that store in one week five times to look at that chair. I kept putting it in different spots all over TJ Maxx so nobody would steal it. And I thought every day, if it's still there, I'm going to go back. And if it's still there, it's meant to be. And it was on sale for like $99 and it has like a little like white scratch on like the bottom. And I'm like, I'm going to ask if I can get it like a 20% off discount. And it was the fifth time that I had gone and gotten it and she gave it to me for 20% off. And it was like meant to be and it's like the cutest thing and it fits perfect. So like there's a story. Mm-hmm. And it makes me laugh because I literally moved it around the store. And I just laugh at myself because I'm like, somebody who works there is probably like, who is this crazy person <laughs> who keeps coming into the store and moving this chair? She's picking it up, putting it down. I'm surprised that they don't know you by first name at this point. No, there was a time where I went so much that I kept seeing the girl stocking the shelves, and I was so embarrassed. She's probably like, what is, this girl is showing up every single day, (laughs) and I would go every single day, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't see her. I have to avoid that section of the store. (laughs) Oh my God. So, I think moving forward, now that we have kind of organized our life on the home front, like getting the house organized... It gave us room to start doing our DIYs that we really want to tackle. Yes. And that kind of opened our eyes. Like, if we can do that on the physical side of things, we could do it with our finances and all the other things in life and that the, you can't always, uh, you know, just <clears throat> tangibly hold, I guess. But Well, and the DIY thing we've been talking about for years, and we've, been, we've had a lot of great ideas. If you are listening, clearly you know that we're 
visionaries and creatives and uh, we came up with an entire new like business that we're going to have in the near future yeah but we can't give too many details because we've got to fine-tune it all but like that's what happens when you really slow down and like tune into like what do you love what do you want to do more of in your life and then next thing you know it's a great way to make some income Absolutely. Because we're all about that life. We're And it's, again, it's that kind of perfect meld between once you get organized, for me, organization represents freedom. It's like clearing out your path and you're able to run. I think of the movie Step Brothers when they put make bunk beds. Oh, my God. Best scene ever. Best scene ever, right? <laughs> and then he's like, there's so much room. We could do aerobics. Like, that's how my life feels. Did we just become best friends. Yup. <laughs> when you have, like, that clean space, it is you know just an open field to run and i love that because i always felt like there was an anchor like kind of holding you down when you had all this stuff when we had all this stuff in the house yeah. like oh, we totally. couldn't just it was an annoyance <laughs> it was something that just like we had to wait on other people to get it done well and here's so once it was all said and done it was such a relief it is and here's so I the can't other wait thing for the other part of uh everything else in life to get organized so it can feel <laughs> more free. Are we done? you have like the longest sentence it wasn't a run. It was so long in my brain. I'm like, when is he going to end it with the period? The end. Oh, the my God. End. Just kidding. I'm still delirious. But no, I was trying You're to say. You're not delirious. Is, this is what you do. This is like every other. Pick on you. This is like any day that ends in Y. <laughs> You're like. Ha, ba, da, ha, da, ba, da, da. Oh, and. <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway. No, but that was... Anyway, I'm glad you listened to what I'm saying, because it sounds like... I completely agree, because it lifted, like, this burden off of our shoulders. This, It does. It weighs you down. It stresses you out when you're, like, looking at it or, like, don't know where to start. So one thing that we can kind of segue into as we wrap it up is, like, talking about finances. And that's something, like, we put off for years, right? We were young, living in New York, like literally spending every penny we had on like bagels and booze <laughs> like, that's, that's if, we had a, if we had a band we could name it bagel, oh <laughs> bagel and booze oh that could be a next another business that's adventure <laughs> or venture oh my god can we start a band and call it bagel and booze? i'm totally into it bagels and booze <laughs> seriously though like so we just spent this money and i worked full-time you worked full-time um I did, like, hair on the side. I mean, we were still, like, entrepreneurs. and I don't think we have a penny to show for that. We don't. It's all at, what was that? Gone. The Bagel. What's the place called? Uh, Beach Bagel. Beach Bagel. And then Valley Bands, which is Valley O'Bannon's it. And then, uh, yeah, well. I mean, you know it's bad when you waddle down the street when you're eight months pregnant in New York and you walk into Valley Bands and he's like, you want the usual? And it was, like, an yeah. everything bagel with, like, Egg, cheese, cream cheese, and probably I, ketchup. Like, I'm more so concerned. Gross. So when you were walking there at nine months I was waddling. pregnant, waddling there at nine months pregnant, you were drinking too. No. <laughs> Explain so much about well, you. Well, there were a lot of bars on the way. Um, <laughs> no, but we. So like that's what like you do in your twenties, right? I mean, that's what we did. You like are careless with your spending. You're careless with paying your bills. That's kind of like how we were. I'm going to be honest. And which hopefully our children are not. We're going to teach them better than that. But um, then move into your 30s and we're now kind of like getting into adult life. Like we have 
children and they're going to school and now we've got like big bills because we've got a house and even then it's like holy s-h-i-t a house comes with like we need a lawnmower you need a snowblower it's like it's not just this one mortgage payment is it and so quick quickly and before we knew it we had so many the longest sentences ever (laughs) so many bills piling up and we still ignored quite a few of them to be honest so the reason why I think we <clears throat> ignored them too was because we were uncomfortable and overwhelmed and didn't know where to start. And I came from the mindset of, again, generation, like moving through my whole life is you don't really have a lot. And when you do, you don't want to like let it go. So we held on to it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather hold on to the money than pay bills. Like that was just silly. So we had to do a lot of work. We read a lot of money books, Dave Ramsey. All the above. Being really open to, we got to change this. Like, if we want to be like real adults, we have to change it. So, one of the things that Chris and I do and are committed to absolutely now, like non negotiable, is every Sunday we call it our Sunday scrub, and that's going to be a financial conversation. And we did it tonight. And it's just kind of like, okay, what do you have to pay? What bills do? We go down the line of them, and we're not taking you know all of our spendings or um all of the money coming in and just like shelling it out we're being really strategic with how we're paying everything and so one tip that i wanted to give everybody was just like take your calendar and like plug in what stuff is due when and if you can move the due date call the people move the due date so you have stuff coming out every week if you have money coming in every week you can have bills going out every week and that's just one simple easy tool that we are applying right and the other part of that, too, was, and we'll talk about this at later times, but if you're not making enough money, side hustle up. Yeah. You know, like you just, there's no reason this day and age not to have a little side hustle. And you know what? Even if I was a millionaire, I would still have something that is fun as a side hustle. Well, my so. book by the the God himself, John Maxwell, mm-hmm. he was, ta- re- um, I was reading it last night. He wasn't reading it. To he wasn't me. reading the book he wrote. <laughs> he was reading it to me last night. Um, he is a multi-millionaire and he said he has seven streams of income. Right. And three of them are passive residual income, or I'm sorry, four of them are passive residual income. So like writing a book is right, right? Like you write it once and then you get paid for it every time somebody right. buys a book. The goal same, is to get paid while you sleep. <clears throat> same thing with like Taylor Swift. You hear that? Like she puts out this record, Tim McGraw, or that one song, and she are still gonna, gets paid list, on that. Are you going to list all the artists? And then there's Barbara Streisand. So she gets paid a lot because I play her songs a lot. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, yeah, we've paid her a lot of money. We do. Over the years. A lot. Yeah. Um, but side hustle like Chris said is that's why we love our side hustle and it's actually not so much a side hustle anymore it's turning into a great business venture Um, but it's you're we're making money while we're sleeping every night and Mm -hmm. we just did a happy dance today because Ari's like well what do you mean you made money while you slept and Mari's 10 so did I say Mari? Mari Mari Povich (laughs) who is Mari? Okay, Ari, Ariana. (laughs) Oh, my God. Lord, help me. Uh, And we did a little dance because um, 
<clears throat> another person that we love so much, Chris Harder. He has a podcast for the love of money. Go and listen. Lori Harder. And they do a dance every time they have any small payment come in or big payment come in. And I think that's really fun because it just, I think for us showing our kids, it just means like we're loving the value of money. Money is a really great energy. We're having a great relationship with money. So we can teach them that it's not scary. It's, <clears throat> you have to have a mutual respect for it and it will respect you back. And that's like the one thing that I think we've learned over all of our elder years <laughs> is <clears throat> just that. Yeah, you're like a baby grandma, elder years. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're coughing on the people's ears. Coughing on the peeps. So I think moving forward, that's what we're going to talk about next. So I think we've covered this topic pretty good. <coughs> yeah, we should let the folks leave us alone. I'm joking. Uh-uh. I'm um, going to go let John Maxwell read to John, me. <laughs> John Maxwell's going to read to me next. He's going to put me in the bed. But we really hope you enjoyed this, and we got more coming for you guys. We really hope if you like this that you'll share it. And you'll follow us on our social media. Um, and you can follow Lauren on Instagram at <coughs> Holistically Worth. And you can follow me at Christopher.Worthington.100 on the Grom. Again, long Instagram, long sentences. <laughs> There's punctuation in my, in my oh, Instagram you're handle. you're so proper. That's a proper no. <clears throat> All right, guys. We, uh, we're out. Peace out, we everybody. Go to sleeps. Deuces.